soothing. A soothing. Welcome to Hey! Yes! <laughs> the only supernatural podcast that decides they're going to do something every episode and then does not follow through. Yeah. <laughs> Never does. Guess what? Y'all don't even know that because we decide something and then we start recording and then it doesn't happen. Yeah! <laughs> so now you do. You might know it if you are on our Patreon. Yeah. Because sometimes we do put extra, extra clips. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah. 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 So, I think this week we're going to talk about things we can't let go of. Yeah, stuff we are obsessed with. Yeah. And, like, can't stop thinking about. Yeah. So, uh, Travis, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I've started re-listening to Welcome to Night Vale. (gasps) Oh. And this was, like, Night Vale got huge in, like, 2013, Mm. 2014. Yeah. And then, I I don't know, like, I kind of fell out of it. I don't know what, where they're at right now. They yeah. started doing a bunch of, like, they started doing a traveling show. Yeah. Where it's, like, live action. Uh, not live action, but, like, live red yeah. and everything like that. And there's live music performances and all that. So I guess that's what they're doing now. Like, I don't know if they're still producing episodes or if the story is over. Well, they I think they, they're, like, writing extra Night Vale books and stuff like that. But, um... Isn't Night Vale one of those things, though, that could just, like, continue on forever because... Oh, absolutely. You know, like, there's not really a story. It's just, like, about this town and these people. Yeah. And, and they kind of weave stories in and out. Sure. Because, uh, like, you'll you'll hear about a weird thing that happens in one episode, and then two episodes down the line, it's like, oh, a couple months ago, this thing happened. Well, here is a continuation of that. Mm. It's kind of like Doctor Who in that it can, like, always continue because the main thread is just this dude. Yeah. The this main dude. thread is just one guy who talks about everything in the town. Yeah. he's, like... And that shit happens to be elder core yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, would you say that Night Vale is having, like, a positive influence on your life? Slash, when do you listen to it? Because I, I am not there. I listen to it in the car on the way and back from work. Oh. Because I have a much longer commute now. So, it's like a 20-minute drive. So, I can basically knock out most of an episode there and back. Okay. So, I started, like, last week, and I'm already on episode 20. Nice. Um, but, yeah. So, I, it's really cool. I, like, Night Vale had a lot of... Like really cool music mm. because they had this one. So it's it's real surreal and everything like that. And it's like here's traffic and what's traffic? It's oh, it's a little boy with a crow on his shoulder eating his dead ear, and he has a hatchet that he throws around or something. And this, but so there's always a section called the weather where the the host goes. He's saying something crazy, and then he goes, and now the weather, and then a song plays. Mm. And it's always a really cool, like, indie person that they found on Bandcamp or something. Um, That's cool. So it's there's a lot of good music on Night Vale as well. And I forgot that, actually. There's tons of good music. This kind of sounds like the DJ from uh, Silent Hill. Yeah. Specifically Downpour. Where, like, it was a guy who always wanted to leave, but... Like, no matter what he did, like, he would always end up back in the DJ chair. Mm. And, like, just weird shit would be... He'd be talking about it like shit he could see through his tiny-ass window. Yeah. So, yeah. I fucking dig yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of it's like uh, like the Fallout radios yeah. in that sense where it's like, this guy never leaves the studio for real. Like, mm. not during the day. And somehow he still gets, like, this stream of information about what's happening outside. Yeah. But he also does, like, you can tell... It, it's a weird thing because it's like... 
I think there was a fan theory floating around real early on in the Night Vale lore where it's like no one in Night Vale is actually human. Like they're all just eldritch beasts pretending to be human and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then like there's there's episodes where like uh, it, well in the very first episode this scientist named Carlos comes to town and the main character Cecil immediately like falls in love with him. And they go on a date, and they, like, get a condo together, and they're, like, a canon, like, gay couple. Yeah, I remember that kind of being a big deal when Night Vale came out, because, Mm -hmm. you know, this was back in, like, 2013, and... Yeah, it was like, they had a canon, the the lead character was canonically gay, and it wasn't a big hoopla. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a big hoopla, but within the... Show, nobody gave a shit. Within the show, no one gave a shit. He would just talk about his personal life on the radio. Podcasting is one of those things that's, like, super amazing because it literally can just be three assholes in a room with some microphones creating, like, not that I have experience with that. Yeah, not that this is a show that that happens. Yeah, are we podcasting right now or is the podcast podcasting us? Mm. Are we podcasters or is podcasting something that happens to us? (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, you can create, like you know huge like fantasy worlds and stuff with any characters you want and it can be anything it can be as diverse as you want it to be and then you got Hollywood over here spending billions of dollars on movies that are not making their money back yeah Um, I mean they still do like Hollywood's fine or whatever but you know not making their money back and insisting on like you know, still making movies about white people. I mean, this is definitely the case in 2013. Like, yeah, I didn't even realize yeah. black people existed until last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, women having, like, sexy lamp roles and the podcasts are doing so well. Yeah. And it's literally just for nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's amazing. Like, it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really cool, and Night Vale has definitely been like influencing me in my own work. Uh, it's very big and inspirational. Yeah. So um, maybe yeah. maybe the listeners will hear something about that soon. I remember it was pretty influential for a thing you were you, you were doing before. We I, I was doing it before we started this podcast, and yeah. now I'm trying to like revamp it. Yeah. I'm kind of exploring the world a little bit more, and I really want to like make it uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's very understandable. Quality like, seems. Yeah. important here. Yeah. It always is. For some reason. Some people forget that a, that quality is a thing. Yeah. 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 Like, in, in some ways, it's good to just, you know, start a thing, yeah. get it going, and then, you know, you'll get there eventually. Yeah. Like, that. that's always some advice that I've heard from, that's like, some, this podcast with in some, some of ways. my, uh, with <laughs> some of my favorite animators. It's yeah. like, don't worry about quality or you know your t- your own personal like talents. Just start doing the thing, and then eventually you'll get good at it. The it's, big the big important thing is that you start it. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. I gotta look up my favorite Ira Glass quote on creativity. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's a lot that's, like that's something Pendleton Ward said. Yeah, you can't always worry about that marsupial branded beverage. Yeah. Quality. <laughs> yeah. That's what they say when you're writing. That's what is all about. Yeah. Don't worry about how it is. You can go back and edit later. Just get it on the page. That's, yeah. I'm actually going to try to participate in NaNoWriMo this yeah. year. Yeah. NaNoWriMo or Nano, Nano, 
Nana Renamer. I say Nana Remo. It's probably because that. of a YouTuber that I followed uh, back when I first found out about it. But it is Nana Rimo because it's writing National Novel Writing Month. Ah, uh, uh, that makes sense. But I'm going to try to participate in NaNoWriMo this year because I want to try to hash out a bunch of scripts for this project. Yeah, I, I know uh, <clears throat> all three of us really want to work on some like podcast stuff, mm-hmm. uh, like produced fictional work. So mm. I think that would that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Can I share this Ira Glass quote because I'm literally obsessed? Yes, with it. absolutely. Yeah. So Ira Glass is a huge producer on NPR, mm. and he did this American Life and yada yada yada. And he has this quote that I heard that like really helped me through some shit when I was like creating my own work and thought it just was garbage, and I still think it's garbage in a lot of ways. And it's this: Buckle down, it's a little long. Nobody tells this to people who are beginners. I wish somebody told me. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there is this gap. For the first couple years you make stuff, it's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game, is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this phase. They quit. Most people I know who do interesting creative work went through years of this. We know our work doesn't have this special thing that we want it to have. We all go through this. And if you're just starting out or you are still in this phase, you got to know it's normal and the most important thing you can do is do a lot of work. Put yourself on a deadline so that every week you finish one story. It is only by going through a volume of work that you will close that gap and your work will be as good as your ambitions. And I took longer to figure out how to do this than anyone I've ever met. It's going to take a while. It's normal to take a while. You've just got to fight your way through. Yeah. Which is so true because like we all started doing comedy because we had comics that we liked Mm -hmm. and they are hilarious. And I feel like every time I go to a comedy show, I see a comic who I think is far and away funnier than I will ever yeah. be. It's the, um, they're so funny that I want to quit comedy. Yeah, yeah. They're so funny, but you just got to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is the inverse of that is when you see somebody so bad or awful at the thing, you're like, oh, like, yeah, no, this needs to be good. That's also why I started yeah. doing comedy, yeah. funnily enough. Yeah. I saw. I started doing comedy because I saw comics I really loved and comics I really hated. And I was yeah, like, absolutely. I think I could hit a balance. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could get somewhere in between. What's really funny is like working at the club when I have to hear the same person over and over again. Is hear them do pretty good one night and then just... It's like their first time headlining. Yep. Yeah. Like, sure, like, I've recently done that but uh for the first time but yeah it's still like you see them like just can't find their feet and shit with the crowd and you're like oh shit everybody fucks up yeah yeah Yeah. i have done shows where i do jokes that i mean are killer like yeah they're fine they're 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 amazing and every show i've gone to with these jokes kills i just do amazing yeah and then I do them. Yeah, and then you have the one show where none of them land. And none of them land, and they're all garbage. Yeah. And you have to be like, I know it's not the jokes. It has to be something, like, it Mm. it could just be a bad night for me. Mm -hmm. It could be the crowd's not into it. It could be I didn't read the crowd very well. But you gotta, like, work through that, and you can't throw away your material just because you don't think it's good. No. Because everybody's gonna think their material is crap. Yeah, no, that first night that we were in Opelika... Uh, it was like there was a delay between me and the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's happened to me a couple of different places, but that was the one that was like, am I, am I having a stroke? Yeah. Is, is this me? Is this me? Yeah. Is it the material? Is it? But yeah, it's just keeping at it and like figuring out 
Something that works for everybody, I guess. I think if you can work it out at an open mic at least a couple of times, then oh, it's yeah. something good and you should move it into your normal shows. Yeah. If you can't work it out at an open mic and it never lands, like, let it go. Yeah. I've got the three-time rule. Yeah. And even if it's, like, and I don't do it, I'll, I will try and do it three times at both Maggie's and Carpet Top. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's if I do it three times in a row and it doesn't work, it gets dropped. Yeah. Or, like, it gets, like, put back and, like, maybe I'll come back to it later on. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we've gone off on that. Yeah. Hey. That's my thing that I can't let go. How about uh, you, Benjamin? So, a thing that, like, I am in no way, shape, or form a huge rap Sure. <laughs> I listen to a little bit of Wu Tang because I'm a white man. Mm-hmm. You are, yeah. You're uh, in your twenties. I'm a human being. Yeah, that's why I listen to Wu Tang. Uh, I also listen to a little bit of Aesop Rock, a whole lot of sure. Rehab because I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but and like I recently listened to a few of like Eminem's earlier stuff, and it was like it didn't strike me, strike a chord with me. Sure. When I was younger, now I kind of dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I bring him up specifically. Because something that has recently come to my attention is that there is a conspiracy theory (laughs) that he died in 2007. Sure. And that the music industry somehow cloned him. Sure. And we are now, like, it's like Eminem 2.0 that we're living with. And the proof that I have for this... Is that Excuse he, me. he publicly does not interact with his daughter Haley or Hallie? I don't. I'm not sure how to it's pronounce Haley. Haley. And then Dr. Dre has nothing to do with them as well. Apparently, hmm. like out in public, it can't be that Eminem wants to keep his daughter's life as private as possible, and maybe him and Dr. Dre don't get along anymore. It could be that because they're I both would, very strong personalities. People, people would rather believe that he is dead and cloned. Okay. Sure. Let's let's just throw Occam's razor out the fucking window. (laughs) Yeah. Dead and... Nothing makes sense anymore. Dead and cloned instead of dead and bloated. uh, I really want to know. I want to hear from the listeners to see if they can tell whenever Ben leans forward to talk about something. Like, the funny thing is, this was told to me in, like, a week. It's been a week that I've been looking at this. And I can't stop... I can't stop thinking about it. And then Instagram... <laughs> like sure. I, never, I never like I looked it up on YouTube once. Sure, I watched a couple of videos and I mainly talked about it with a friend of ours. And then Instagram decided to be funny throughout the Avril Lavigne conspiracy yeah, theory. One, okay, yeah, go on. Yeah, what is this? You don't know? No, I don't know. Oh my god, that, is it that she's not Canadian? No, that, she's definitely Canadian. That she committed suicide in 2003 and was also cloned. Okay, I'm. A, I was a huge Avril Lavigne fan back then because uh-huh. I was 12 and a yeah. human uh, with ears. The example that works for both of them is that in 2003 her style changed, and in 2007 his yeah, style changed. She became a weeaboo. That's not her style changing. That's I want to appropriate Japanese culture now. Yeah. All yeah, right, that's what everybody huge did in difference. 2003. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. Okay, uh, I want to make that the worst song ever made, the Hello Kitty song. Yeah. Not, I don't even know that one. Yeah. You, you're better for it. Hey, you know Good. what? Congrats. Because yeah. uh, I knew. Actually, in 2003, I'm pretty sure she was still doing, like, complicated and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I that's guess, not a huge... Yeah. That's, like, how she hey, started. cloning is a complicated process. <laughs> hey. I think 
Skater Boy, like that album came out in 2013 or 2003. <laughs> yeah. Now the, I gotta the know. The song came out like four or five years ago. Look, I was going through a phase where I decided to wear plaid skirts over jeans. Okay. We yeah. all remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing we all lived through because the early 2000s were a nightmare. So like, I listened to yeah. a lot of Avril Lavigne and I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. That was a thing. For, uh, Fred Durst was running rampant. Corn uh, was a thing. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Bad they time. Sh- they should have had an album called On the Cub. <laughs> <laughs> Look, opportunities were missed. I or, think we or can, creamed. We can yeah. all agree. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, nugget, I guess. Nugget. Corn, Corn nugget. nugget. <laughs> oh man, she uh, broke up with. Uh, she divorced. Drag Chad Kroger. Oh. Is it Kroger or is it... No, it's Kroger. It's, it's Kroger. Kroger. Yeah. Okay, the grocery chain. Yeah, yeah. he's Chad Publix. Ch- Chad... Chad Costco. Okay. <laughs> Let hey, go. Don't give him more equity. Chad, here's a, here's, a, here's a deep cut for all you people in the South. Chad Bruno's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for you pe- uh, Gerbs is another name for, for Kroger. You, for you people out West, Chad Ralphs. Yeah, Chad Ralphs. Yeah, and for you people in the Midwest... Uh, Gerbs, <laughs> Mr. Gerbs. Yeah. Um. Okay. My so under my skin came out in 2004. Okay. Which included the songs "My Happy Ending," "Don't Tell Me," "Nobody's Home." Those are classic Levine. Right. Right. There is no. There is there. I am an expert on this. Okay. Homegirl did not change her style. She's she's doing fine. She's doing fine. So I think the big thing that drives the, these conspiracies are is like they get super popular. Yeah. And yeah. then they drop off and then they kind of resurface and they've changed themselves in some way. Yeah. And that's where it comes from because it's like, well, the, why are they different? That's why the Bill why aren't Hicks they the way we remember. That's why the Bill Hicks one has been so prominent. Over yeah. The years. Well, he literally died. So yeah. there was no like dropping off. You can make a fake he dead permanently body. dropped off. Yeah. You can fake a death. Yeah, I can get you a dead body. Would I can get you a dead body a, by three o'clock. Would you download afternoon. a death? Yeah. Would you download a car? Yeah, man, if I could. Yeah, bitch, well, dude. Three D printers are a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, back when these commercials were out. <laughs> hey, look, man. If I could download a car, no police force in the world could stop me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. You know how many getaway cars I would have already downloaded for myself and others? <laughs> they know, would not. I would. I would already be in Argentina. Oh, let man. me tell you. How cool would can some you? fucking like cyberpunk thing be? Where. Well, like you can download like a car, yeah, and then you you just have them in like a little USB stick, and you throw it on the ground like and drag it <gasps> like the capital. That'd be dude. Cool. We should That'd write a sci-fi cool work, and then it, and then it like <laughs> insulates in front of you, and yeah, you get in it. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure that thing already exists, and I'm pretty sure it's called Tron. Uh, yeah, kinda. Or but this is a, like that one in, movie that just yeah. came out. This is like in real life. Yeah, oh. like Cyberpunk 2077, like something like oh, that. Oh, okay, I can dig it. That's gonna be good. Um, yeah. So uh, I think we can all agree, Avril. Why'd you have to go make things so complicated? Yeah, yeah. yeah. M, uh, stand up, Shady. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't are know. you the real Slim Shady? M, Ben M, are you dead? Marshall Mathers, are you? You came uh, in. Mom's spaghetti? Yeah, okay. Uh, Bill Hicks, why are you turning them frogs gay? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, Bring he's, it back. he's been banned from, uh, he's been banned from like a lot, a lot of, of social now. media. Yeah, yeah. He's banned from YouTube. He's, uh, the InfoWars app got taken off of the iTunes app store. Yeah. He got banned from Twitter and like his name. And Facebook. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, he's been he and his uh, like info wars. Mm. Yeah, it's all it's all gone. I think he's still on Reddit. I think. Oh, yeah, oh that that'll be the last fucking yeah, standout. Yeah, that's well, that's their Waterloo right there. The last thing he'll get banned on is 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. 4chan's Waterloo. Reddit is when he gets sent out to the island the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Then he comes back, Waterloo. Then he gets set out, died of separate cancer. Yeah. All right. We yeah. figured it out. So what's the Alex thing Jones that you life, can... we figured it all out. Yeah. What's the thing you can't let go of, Ari? Okay. Metaphors. I could not let go. <laughs> I, I already know because we experienced we it last night. We did. Travis and I experienced it together. Okay. So there is... I can... I can... I have... Look... I told Travis about this last night. I've known about this for two weeks, and I cannot stop thinking oh about it. Oh, God. Every once in a while, I wake up in a cold sweat, and I'm like, <laughs> what? how did this happen? Well, it's a good thing that you finally watched it now. Yeah. You can maybe put those to rest. Yes. The spirits of my curiosity <laughs> go to sleep. Doesn't seem like it. No. There is a made-for-TV, modern-day adaptation for the time, a made-for-TV 80s movie called The Sins of Dorian Gray, where they gender flip Dorian and, like, that one guy that she kills. Uh, talk about Dorian Gray in, the, in context real quick for the listeners. Oh, okay, so Dorian Gray was this book that came out in the 1800s written by pimp daddy Oscar Wilde, mm-hmm. and it's very gay. Um, they actually had to tone down the gayness, and then when it was published, they actually used it for evidence at his trial, which he was arrested for, you know, homosexuality. Yeah. So it's it's pretty gay. It's about this young guy named Dorian Gray who's like super beautiful, and he shows up in London. He meets these two guys. One is a an artist named Basil, and the other one is this like hedonistic man of debauchery named Henry Lord. Or not Henry Lord, Lord Henry. Yeah. Uh, something. I don't remember his last name. Uh, ben, you and Henry would get along like this. Yeah. Brothers in arms. How so? Uh, a lot of drugs. All right. Fucking yeah. around. Yeah. Hey. Debauchery. Hey. Yep. Not good men of God, let me tell you. Hey. <laughs> well, Basil is so, like, attracted to Dorian that he's like, I'm going to paint this picture of you. And it's his best work or whatever. And Dorian looks at the painting and goes I wish that painting would get old and not me I would sell my soul for that and then the painting's like hey, hey, hey. Yeah. and that happens the devil's hiding behind the painting going ah <laughs> <laughs> and so Dorian kind of is seduced to the dark side by Lord Henry and you know breaks up with his like actress fiance who then commits suicide and, like, she has a brother who, like, tries to kill Dorian, but then Dorian's like, I couldn't have killed your actress fiance because it's been 20 years. I haven't aged because the picture is getting older while he stays the same. It's yeah. also bearing the evidence of all his sins. Mm-hmm. So it's also getting grotesque. Basil finds out, and he's like, what the fuck? And Dorian kills Basil to, like, cover up. And then, a little ways down, it's been, like, Decades, Dorian decides that she's going to become a or he's going to become bleh, a good person, and the only evidence to his like debauched past is this painting. Mm. 
And so in a fit of rage, he stabs the painting with the same knife that he used to stab Basil. And his servants come in the next day and find this old, wrinkled, grotesque dude on the floor who's been stabbed to death. And then looking down on him is the young, beautiful picture of Dorian Gray. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. And the way that they know that the old man is Dorian because he's got the, all these rings on his hand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, in this version, in the made-for-TV movie, and I haven't even gotten to the best fucking part, <laughs> all right? I haven't even made it yet. Dorian is now an actress-slash-model in the screen test. She's had a screen test done, and that's the thing that gets old mm-hmm. and grotesque. And there's always, like, this line, because in the screen test, somebody's painting her, and she's like, what if I told you I wanted you to come and make love to me? Would you let... She's, like, fingering her earring, yeah, and she's like, like would you would you put down those paints and come to me? You don't have any friends, because you're so obsessed with fucking paint. It's, like, yeah. crazy. And so, by the end of the movie, it's, like, this fucking 120-year-old lady going... Would you like to come make love to me? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she's like, she like gets rid of all her friends and like, she, first of all, in the beginning, doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Because she's dating this guy who's married and that's the, the, the actress who commits suicide in the original book. That's mm-hmm. the analog. But um, he's like cheating on his wife and then runs his motorbike yeah, into a, one, into a truck. Well, she tries to get him to like, like a gig. Yeah, she tries to get him a gig and he like takes too many drugs and is like gored out of his mind. Yeah, he's a musician. And then she's like, "Oh, you're not the person that I thought you were. I don't want to see you anymore." And so he like drives his motorcycle into a truck. <laughs> And this, and everybody's like, Dorian, you murderer. Yeah. <laughs> and the entire, I was like, this isn't her fault. He, at least in the original book, it made sense. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, the reason why Dorian broke up with the actress is because he just wanted to fuck around. And Lord Henry was like, hey, man, don't get married. That's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Essentially. Like, kids are the beginning of the end. Yeah. And so Dorian was like, okay, well, I'm going to dump my actress fiance then. And then she committed suicide. And that makes more sense because, like, back in the day. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but in the in the era of the 1950s, I think we can all agree that Dorian breaking up with her ex- with this guy who's having an extramarital affair and then committing suicide. Yeah, not not, not her fault. Not her. Not bad. Then she does end up killing people, and it's fine. Yeah, let's it's get fine. to the good stuff. Okay, so there's a theme song. Yeah, this was the era of the '80s, and by that I mean the entire '80s, yeah. where you had to like explain the plot in the theme song. Yeah, <laughs> and this happens. And uh, the song goes, Dorian, a wish revealed. A fantasy. <laughs> it's and it gets repeated like three times it's in this hour and a half movie. Dorian. Jesus fucking it's, Christ. It's by far the best part of the movie. Oh yeah. It's produced, legitimately produced. <laughs> oh yeah, it's in the credits. By Rankin and Bass. The stop motion Christmas people. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part. Yeah. This is the thing that what they're known for is making cartoons. Yeah. yeah. They did the the last unicorn. They did that movie in yeah. the 80s. They were not fucking doing. Why were they doing this movie? <laughs> why did they make this? I think they wanted to branch out and be taken seriously. God, I hope not. It's bad. The acting is. There's one good actor in the entire yeah. movie. It's Anthony and Perkins. And that's Anthony goddamn Perkins. <laughs> Norman Bates. This had to have been the last thing he did before he died. 
<laughs> Wait, when did Anthony Perkins die? Now I gotta check that out. Yeah. But like. No. So there's a little like head cannon, like I mean, like a measure, a caliber, if you will, mm-hmm. of how I judge acting. Yeah. And if it's better or worse than this certain work. Okay. And that work is Busty Cops 1. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not the last thing he did before he died. Yeah. He actually died in 92. Okay. And he did Psycho 2. Oh god. Psycho three? Oh god damn it. Yeah, so he he was a busy man. Psycho four the beginning? No. Oh yeah. Which is also a TV movie. Wow, a lot of TV movies later in life. Yeah, that's how that goes. But yeah, he died at the age of sixty. Yeah. So um yeah, so Anthony Perkins is in it as like the Henry character mm-hmm. who seduces her to the dark side or whatever. Yeah. It's the the acting is like I have seen porn actors See, that, pull off more convincing. Uh, yeah. stuff. that's what I was bringing up with Busty Cops. That if it's worse than that, it's like come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. it uh it starts in media res yeah. where the the wife of the guy who she murders heavy square quotes. Yeah, you well, know, it's the, that it's that scene where she's like, "You murdered my you murdered my husband and my baby." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, which, but like, look, look how young I am. That was twenty years ago. Yeah. I couldn't have done that. She was, I was like, a child. Which, first of all, how did she murder your fucking kid? That yeah. was a huge thing. Like, okay, yeah. So this woman's like, the, you know, you murdered my husband and my child, and we had to be like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, why didn't she murder her fucking kid? When did that happen? Yeah. Did the kid also commit suicide in vitro? Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Heard that it wasn't going to have a dad, committed suicide. Yeah. Honestly, good way to go. Yeah. God. <laughs> yes. Before you even leave yeah. this world. Who wants to be a bastard? No. It's conceived. Conceived while married, so not mm-hmm. a bastard. Yeah, right. um, also, Ben, you want to be a bastard. I've met you. Hmm. I've I know you. <laughs> um, you know me better than myself. In the double, in the double meaning sort of way. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, and and this woman is like, I'm gonna try to do it. Probably gonna act it out better than she did. You killed my husband. You killed him. Yeah, and my child. Let's see this lady. You did say do better you, than her. Yeah. I could see yeah. this lady saying, "You can't piss on hospitality." Yeah. Shh. Dorian goes through three different accent changes. Yeah. I guess wild. she's British? I don't know. Yeah, she's like British at the beginning. Yeah, and then she like loses her accent and then she has the accent again, but it's not a British accent. It's like a It's like a weird It's like a weird transatlantic accent. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, also these lines are uttered together. Are you a New Yorker? No, I'm an actress. <laughs> so that's what that's from. Yeah. I saw that post. I posted it on Facebook because I've never seen two lines so terrible put together in a movie have that made s- less sense. Have you seen Trolls 2? <laughs> okay. Oh, but You're right. Also, I've seen Showgirls. Showgirls has some winners. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. There's a great moment in the beginning where it's like uh, Dorian does the screen test. And then Henry Lord, like, wants to go get Dorian to, like, go be a model. And so Dorian at the time is working, like, at a restaurant in Brooklyn. Back when Brooklyn was a fucking shithole in the 50s. Yeah, before, <laughs> uh, you know. Before white people took it over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For gentrification. And then he hands her a glass of champagne that's literally the size of her head. A glass of champagne that is in a cosmopolitan glass. Yes. <laughs> God damn. Like, I could conceivably float in a full-size rubber ducky in this Yeah, in this it was huge. Yeah. 
The fifties, uh, man, a decadent time. Yeah, a decadent time. Yeah. The, and it was the eighties version of the fifties too. So yeah, yeah, there Very was cocaine. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know that the eighties uh, were obsessed with the fifties. Absolutely, just like we're obsessed with the eighties. Exactly. Thirty year cycle. Thirty year yep. cycle, man. And now the seventies are coming up. Oh god, can't wait for the nineties. Can't wait for the nineties. Can't wait for the odds. Can't wait to have to punt a, t- a child across the street because they talk about how they were born in the wrong decade and how much they love Fallout Boy, like early Fallout Boy, <laughs> not the new stuff where they've sold out, but like you know, yeah. you know, sugar, we're going down. Oh yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Can't wait to have to kick that child in the balls. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just uh, gonna <laughs> the day you come visit me in prison because I will I will be there for assaulting somebody. Yeah. Not the bad kind. The kind that's still socially acceptable. Just kidding. It's wrong to be your kids. Blah, 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 whatever. <sighs> Who cares? Nothing matters. Um, so, yeah. I can't let it go. I cannot stop thinking about it. I uh, cannot believe that Rankin and Bass produced it. Yeah. And here's the thing. When I found out about it, I saw that Rankin and Bass produced it because it was a little clip. And the guy who was talking about it did not did not mention that. And that's part of the reason why my brain was melting out of my ears. Because that had gone unremarked. He talked about the theme song, but did he mention that Sir Anthony Perkins was in it? No, he did not. Also, I don't think Anthony Perkins is knighted. Yeah, I don't think so. I lost my marbles. So we ready to talk about this episode? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, Travis, it's called Long Distance Call. Long Distance Call. Yeah. What do you think it's about? Um, Sam and Dean are going to be traveling the countryside, and they're going to get a call. And on the other end, it's going to be a guy in like a jumpsuit and glasses, and he's going to be like, can you hear me now? And Sam and Dean are going to be like, what? He's going to be like, can you hear me now? And they're going to be like, What? Can you hear me now? And be like, what? It, it's like it's like 2005. It's cell service still bad, still bad. <laughs> Honestly, it's 2018. Cell service still kind of bad. Spots, yeah. yeah. I well, work. I work in a building that's a giant metal box. Oh, oh no! So I literally have zero service. Yeah, I have very bad service out where I work too because it's out in the boonies. Mm-hmm. I've got pretty great service where I work. Okay, well we can't all work in the middle of town. Yeah. It's true. Although I do have pretty shitty service where I live. So <laughs> oh, it balances it's, it's a trade off. Yeah. yeah. All right, what? I have a yeah, description. What's, what's it actually about? I will say I'm very excited about this episode because it's either the first or the second time something very non-integral shows up in the show and I'm very excited. I'm very excited about this episode because I think the setting is where my sister lives. Oh! Oh. Yeah. Also, is this the most dated title that Supernatural has had so far? Long Long Distance distance Call. call. Yeah. 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 Like, we don't have, like, Long Distance Calling? Not a thing anymore. Unless you want to call out of the country. Yeah, unless it's international. Yeah. Yeah. You want to give us that D-script? While hunting a creature that kills people by pretending to be their dead loved ones, Ooh. Dean receives a call from John, who says he has a way to get him out of the deal. Is this the episode where John comes back? Mm, well, you just said that it's a creature that pretends to be people's dead loved ones. Yeah, but it might not be. Oh, God. Dude, it's supernatural. People who come back to life. Yeah, that's true. All right, well. I think it's time to watch. Let's watch Collaborate it. and listen. <laughs>
We're back! Hey! We made it! We didn't kill each other. (laughs) Just barely escaped. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye after this, Travis. (laughs) We actually still have those Mormon missionaries from season two. Oh, yeah. uh, Locked up in my bathroom, which is why I don't use it anymore. Ah. Because they keep trying to talk to me. (laughs) Also, the lights don't work. Yeah. In the bathroom? Uh, Yeah. Or in the Mormons? Both. Both of them. <laughs> I've tried to make the Mormons light up, and they won't do it. <laughs> stubborn, yeah, they, stubborn bastards. Let me tell you, they don't smoke. <laughs> yeah, bitch, light that up. <laughs> Every time I go back in there, you know what's really blazing it? <laughs> the light of our Lord. <laughs> For. Ezekiel 420, I think is what you mean. How does the Book of Mormon have Ezekiel? I don't know. I don't know what they believe. Yeah. Everybody gets a planet? I, I have some Mormon missionaries in the bathroom. I really should ask them. Yeah. Uh, okay, this episode was fine. It was, yeah. It, it, was, it was fine. It was very unmemorable. I think we can all agree, not very spooky. No. <laughs> Although they did use that word a they, lot. They used that word so... Look... The writers had a word of the month calendar. <laughs> a monster of the week. A monster of the week. And they had to use that word in this episode 20 times. It's, I don't know. I mean, Ghost Facers was so amazing. Yeah, this episode, yeah. it's not bad, but it's definitely a letdown. It was like, well, because in Ghost Facers, it's like, even if there was bad dialogue, it's like, oh yeah, it's a bunch of like shitty teenagers. Yeah. Talking like to this is other. on purpose. Yeah. I but feel with like, this, it's kind of like, ooh. What are your excuses? I feel like a producer was like, you know what? We made just a banger of an episode. Let's do another horror movie. But like this let's make this one an homage to shitty monster movies from the nineties. I then feel have the bad T V music. I feel very um what's that don't answer the call, the calls are coming from inside the house movie? Um Long, it's not long distance call. That's yeah. the name of the episode. <laughs> is it called long? No, it's not. No, it's like they did a shitty remake of it in the early two thousands, and I snuck in to go see it, which is totally pointless because it was mm. very bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like about this babysitter who it's, it's gets calls while she's babysitting, yeah. and it's a serial killer or whatever. I felt it was kind of like an homage to that because there's a seventies movie that I've heard is much better. Mm. Um, because you got you know. This ghost making like the calls and right. stuff. I yeah. don't know. I also feel like they kind of had to rush the ending because they spent yeah. so much time on like going through what it could have been. Like yeah. they first they thought it was just ghosts, yeah, like except ghosts like contacting. they'd been cremated. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, well, maybe Thomas Edison. Yeah, maybe it's this Thomas Edison spirit phone. Yeah. yeah, and then Sam was like, I don't know. That seems dumb. Yeah. And then they figured out it's a crocata. Yeah. It's a croquette. Croquette? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a crouton. It's a bun. Yeah. A, cr- a curry croquette. Yeah. Um, the problem with these red herring episodes is that they oftentimes they spend, they too, spend much way too much time on the red herring. Yeah. And then once they get to what it actually is, they're like, oh shit, we're out of time. Yeah. Because oh, it would have actually been kind of cool to like, like I, I liked the reveal. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was kind of clever, but it was, it would have been kind of cool to kind of explore this monster more. And then not only did we have the red herring of what kind of monster is it, but we had the red herring of who is the monster. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, okay, can we get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would much rather a really cool fight scene than, like, a feelings talk for yeah. the 30th time. 
If the episode was like had like twenty or thirty more minutes, it might have gone a little bit better. Yeah, but or they, they cut out some of the stuff. With. Yeah, either way. Yeah. If the spirit phone hadn't been a part of it, I think if you just cut that and then expand more on the croquette. Yeah. I think it would have been a better episode. This is another one. Of, I said this while we were recording. This is another one of those episodes where Dean is going through some emotional problems, which leaves Sam to, like, yeah, save figure, the, everything to out. figure everything out, which I have no problem with. And I know that Sam gets a couple of those episodes, too, where he's the one going through the emotional sit and Dean has to save the day. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So what Dean is going through is he's getting calls from his dad. Mm-hmm. Also, he's going to hell in, like, two weeks. Yeah. So, dun, and, dun, dun. and the fake, fake dad on the phone is like, the demon who has your soul is here. Mm. You could kill him. And basically, it's like a big setup for either mm. trying to get Dean killed or trying to get Dean to kill an innocent person, I guess. Yeah. I really feel like the episode relies way too much on dramatic irony to make it scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it's like we already, we are witnessing all parts of the Croquette's plans. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just yeah. sticking with that. No, that's okay. what we're calling yeah. it. Crickets. Yeah. Apologies to the people of India and Ethiopia, but we are committed to this. Yeah, we. Uh, but like all, all the plans we know about, except for like Dean doesn't know the plans. Yeah, and Sam only knows half of the plans. Yeah, so it's like there's no tension for us. Like, the tension is supposed to be put on the characters, but it's all relieved because we already know all of it. Well, and I think they did something of a smart thing because in the beginning, we have this guy named Ben who is getting calls from his high school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. High school sweetheart died in a drunk accident. And the high school sweetheart is like, I want you to come see me. And that is... Not just I want you to come see me. I want you you to kill myself because I'm dead and you need to be dead to see me. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of, I mean, it's shitty either way, but it's kind of believable that an ex-flame would encourage you, kind of like in that Romeo and Juliet, like, the passion has taken hold, and I've Mm -hmm. never really, although the voice they had on the phone for Linda, not aged. No. Or, no, super aged, too old. Yeah. Should have been, should have been, should have been a teenage voice. Well, because I think what, what they wanted you to believe was that it was, at first, that he was, like, having this weird affair yeah. yeah. And that, like, he didn't want to cheat on his wife and, like, he was being driven to suicide. Hey, man. Uh, may- maybe the cultural climate was way different in 2008, but I would totally believe that an older, middle aged white guy is having an affair with a teenage girl. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. not shocking to me, the idea. I think they wanted to avoid the creep factor. Also, they probably just didn't care. Probably. Probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I can believe that a high schooler would be like, you know, especially a dead one who's never really grown up and like is, you know, still in the throes of oh, that yeah. teenage love yeah. would encourage their partner to commit suicide. Then we get the teenage girl with the mom yeah, and see, that's that, where it goes out the fucking window. Well, and that, But that's when Sam starts to put it together. Because this teenage yeah. girl, her mom is dead, and yeah. her mom is saying, hey, go kill yourself so you can be with me. And the kid is like, my mom would never fucking say that. Yeah. And then Sam's like, that's not your mother. And then they have to go save a 
save a child. Yeah. yeah. Almost stop watching the episode there. I have yeah. a huge problem with seeing kids in danger. Like, I just yeah. don't like it. I had to sell you on it with, like, dude, it gets very Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. And then you're like, the fuck? Yeah, it, it does, like, though. In the good way or it the does. bad way? Yeah. It does. Wait, yeah. I was like, so does he become a spirit detective? Yeah. Koima was secretly in this episode. Yeah. Amazing. A Yu Yu Hakusho supernatural crossover. How long Ooh, has it been I'm since in. we made a Yu Yu Hakusho reference? A couple of Not long enough. <laughs> yeah, quite a, quite a while, I feel like. Um, we'll bring it back next episode, yeah. too. Yeah. It has been X days since we mentioned Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> Put it on the board. Somebody make us that sign. Put yeah. it on the board. <laughs> it's been X amount of days since It's zero days since a Yu Yu Hakusho <laughs> incident. It's been one week since you talked to me. <laughs> Wow. Technically, it has been one week since we talked about a Yu show on an episode because we record these weekly. Yeah. So, <laughs> how many episodes has it been? Even the monster was a little bit of YYH, if you will. Yeah, because yeah. he, he, he sucks, sucks out souls. souls. He eats souls, which yeah. is um, definitely a thing that happens in a Yu show. Maybe he should just go to a shoe store. That's just me. Wah, wah. <laughs> wow. That was so bad, even for you. This is bad. <laughs> Are you serious right now? No, no, I'm Ben. <laughs> you beat me to it. The balance it out. Um, there was a lot of silly stuff in this episode that just did not make it scary. Like the fact that the number. The, so they're getting called from this one number yeah. that hasn't been in circulation for a hundred years, and the number is SHA thirty three. Yes, it comes across. It looks like, like the I, word shag. It looks like shag. <laughs> it's, it's something yeah. that I would try to type out like on a calculator. Yeah, like when I'm boobs. trying to type out boobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, or elite or whatever. Is there? Is, is it any kind of reference to anything? Do you think? Like, is there like a? May as well Google it. Yeah. Is that like was that Thomas Edison's phone number or? Is that like the number of the like a, a sound stage that they filmed on or something? Or because sometimes we'll throw in stuff like that. Sometimes it's a possibility. Like SHA thirty three. Because I think that's because uh, it was definitely like, why did it have to be that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was very strange because it could have been any number. There, there's an infinite amount of numbers and letter combinations. Yeah. Okay, so it turns out that old-timey numbers were not the ten-digit ones that we have today, yeah. or the six or the seven-digit ones that we used to use mm-hmm. back when we didn't have to include the uh, area, area code, code and everything. So it turns out that old-timey numbers did have, like... Letters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. letters, and then much shorter... Um, like, I, I knew that, because you would you would crank the phone... And say, connect me to SHA-33. Yeah. And then they, they would literally have the giant pegboard. Like, I'm at BA-25C. And then take a big old long wire and go, all right, there's SH, SHA-33. I think it has to do with... Um, I think the SHA would be like an area code. Like an old area code. Because oh, okay. I'm looking at an example right now. And it's, for example, present day 773525... Zero four two one would have been Lakeview four two one. Ah. So, um, I think, and then like in nineteen twenty one, this was changed to a three letter four digit system. Our example number becomes LAK 
dash zero four two one. Oh, okay. So I think that's what it's from, and they've got some examples on this of like old timey signs and stuff. Interesting, but I wonder why specifically SHA thirty three. Maybe it wasn't a number that was used in circulation. Maybe that's fair. Or maybe it has to do with the location of the episode. Maybe not. Maybe not. Because it was Ohio. It was set in Milan. Right. Ohio. Um, I'm looking on a Yahoo Answers board that's like, what does SHA33 mean? Honestly, would not be shocked if it was just a weird number number way to spell out shag. As in shag ass. Honestly, yeah, wouldn't be shocked either. Would not, would not be surprised. Um... So that's that's what I choose to believe that it is, and I don't want to get bogged down in it because yeah. I don't I don't really care. Uh, fun fact: What's that? Uh, this episode is it's season three, episode fourteen. Uh huh. So it's pie. So that's interesting. Thanks, Ben. You're <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that certainly was, was a fun fact. That was quite the non sequitur. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> it's just sounds, it's oh, appropriate cool. for the show because Dean likes pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody cue the X Files theme song. Uh, yeah. And no pie was mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> They've a missed opportunity what? there, my friend. Fuck it, shame. A missed opportunity. Yeah. I'm googling for like SHA 33 meaning. I don't see any goddamn thing something either. that was brought up in this episode was uh, Casa Erotica. It busted yes! Asian beauties. All baby. one universe. Yeah. It's all supernatural set in the supernatural universe, except yeah, for that so, one episode uh, where it's not. <laughs> There's um, the one. This like uh, I guess he's. The phone company's IT guy or something. His name's what it is. Stewie. Stewie. He is yeah. Indian. So, twist? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's but. another red herring because his office is garbage. Yeah. There's yeah. flies. Mm-hmm. There's flies. What? There's trash everywhere. There's yeah. porn on the computer. He's jacking off. But yeah, so he's like, he he keeps getting all these porn pop-ups. And Dean mentions BustyAsianBeauties.com. And he's like, Premium? worth the money (laughs) also it's Casa Erotica the spirit took hold of me and I (laughs) (laughs) so I went to bustyasianbeauties.com and I guess if you've been a fan of the show since the dawn of time that you would know that Busty Asian Beauties was owned by that that URL is owned by Warner Brothers unfortunately now I think they've they've taken it down because when you go to bustyasianbeauties.com it's just a Warner Brothers splash that says, this is not available. Please go to HarryPotter.com. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we know you're looking this up because the primary demographic of this show is teenage girls. Yeah. So you put this away and so you sure. go to HarryPotter.com. <laughs> so I'm sure age that, appropriate. I'm sure at some point there was some, uh, you might, we might be able to find it on the Wayback Machine. Um where you, you, I'm sure it was like an Easter egg website, sure, kind of sure. like, uh, kind of like John's phone number, and yeah. you could call it, and it would be uh, a supernatural Jensen and Jared yeah. saying something to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Because you you can't just drop websites in fucking TV right shows not in 2008. People yeah, were going to that some bitch <laughs> lemon and, party because, like, yeah. whenever. Blue Waffle. Whenever they did drop an, a, a, a website in an episode, it was always an Easter egg for the show. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they were always prepared with... The, because they don't want to have another Jenny situation. Yeah. 
You know what else is another very 2008 thing about this episode? Oh, yes. We gotta spend 10 years talking about oh, this. Oh my god, I'm because ready. I'm ready for this one. I hate this so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. Too. Oh my god, I have Travis. a bit about it. Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> First of all, and there have been thousands of vines on this. Like, guys, the internet has become self-aware. We, you can't, hey, baby booners, baby boomers, I'm talking to you, all right, before you die off and go quietly into that good night, just kidding, you're going to be kicking and screaming, because you have been about everything else, you got to let the internet go. Yeah. Okay? You got to let it go. We have to stop pretending that the internet's this huge boogie monster, all right? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the frickin' croquette had this whole thing. <laughs> this huge monologue about oh, Tech, oh we're ba- we're so morally bankrupt today yeah, because we also, spent too much time texting you're on our phones. You're so connected, but you're so alone. Yeah. Back in the day, you had community and people watched out for each You've other. You've never but been more disconnected. Thomas Edison was a witch. If I have to hear, okay. First of all, that's super ironic from from our standpoint now in 2018. Oh, absolutely. Because we're like, great, well, I'm going to continue talking about my sexual preferences to strangers. <laughs> okay? We have a podcast. Absolutely. Where we talk about our insane, dumb lives. <laughs> None of us are ever getting jobs again. No. <laughs> There's this guy who's, the, the croquette guy is like, oh, people just think that disappears into the ether, but all of your phone numbers and email addresses are still out there. Bitch, we know. Yeah, we know that. We, uh, my personal address is out there. My phone. <laughs> home address you can contact me directly oh absolutely find us fight us yeah <laughs> hey please, please it's a game and i'm us. and i'm winning all right please don't find us don't god I'd, I'd say you could find my address on the internet but i just live in a van down by the river yeah all right James. and it's on google maps yeah. all right it's but, on google maps but which river Ooh. It's the Tennessee River. Yeah, we know. We know it's the Tennessee River. You're not out at Ditto Landing, okay? That's dangerous water. Yeah. It's so Treasurish still. Fresh water. So uncomfortable, <laughs> comfortably still. Don't go to Ditto Landing, guys. There's a disease waiting to happen. It's that yeah. flesh-eating bacteria or something, man. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's just I a like whole bunch. out there. Yeah. Okay. It's a whole bunch of failed Mew clones. Can I... <laughs> <laughs> can I get all of your stuff when you die because of some flesh-eating bacteria slash clones? You're gonna have... You're gonna have the switch and the computer and you have to promise to take care of the cat. Yes! <laughs> Done. You know I love Holly. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think you're gonna spend more time with Breath of the Wild than with Holly. Don't make me choose. <laughs> you know I love them equally, all right? <laughs> Don't put me in that position. Yeah, that's the fucking thing this episode. And look, guys. Yeah. I mean, it was 2008, so whatever. But, like, I invite the murderers to my home. Absolutely. Okay? They're here. They're in the walls, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't stop right this. Now. Yeah. I'm either going to die at the age of 28 because I've been a fool on the internet, or I'm going to live to become sad and bitter about the internet. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> that it was a there's no fan. getting off this train. It's already happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even in 2008, there was still the air of, like, don't put your personal information on the internet. Don't put pictures of yourself on the internet. Yeah. Let me tell you, that's out the fucking window now, okay? Oh, absolutely. Start yeah. with me with MySpace People and People literally ended. are like, here's my address. Come fight me, motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> You ev- I'll t- 
I'll dox you. I'll dox your mom. I'll dox myself. I don't give a fuck. No, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah. You know, like, okay, real talk, though. My mom was like, you. there's a picture of you with a drink in your hand. I was over the age of 21. She was, she was like, there's a picture of you with a drink in your hand. You need to take it down. I was like... Eh. Mom, there's no stopping this. Yeah. I'm drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right? You can't, I can't take the, They already know. My employers know that I drink. Yeah. All future, all possible employers. It's too late. Like, yeah. here's the thing but everybody has pictures like that. If It's fine to have a picture of you with, like, a cup in your hand. Yeah. But don't have a picture of you, like... I did all these fucking shots yeah, and like, I'm dude, wasted. Dude, dude, <laughs> bong and holding the joint and having like a fucking the beer helmet on and then also having that as your profile picture. You don't want to be Edward Forty Hands. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be Edward Forty Hands, but like we live if you're holding the cup, everyone knows there's alcohol in it. Yeah. If I in fact this is like almost a, a common fact is if so if I'm out and I have my banana cup in my hand. It has alcohol. Eighty-five percent yeah. of the time, it has alcohol. In yeah, eighty-five. But is everybody, that that's just the life we li- live yeah. now. Like oh, that's yeah. the world we live in. It's kind of like tattoos. Dude, we live in a time these oh, days. Absolutely. On Facebook, that your profile picture can be a video of you doing a strikeout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but yes. Yeah. You're right. What is that? It's where you like take you. You do like a bunch of shots in a row? No, you. Uh, what is it? Like you do, like you chug a beer, then you inhale a bong, and before you exhale, you do a shot, and then after you take the shot, that's when you blow out the smoke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sounds wow. like a good way to get me to vomit. Wait, is, is it that? I thought it was just you. You inhale the bong, and then you chug the whole beer, and then you exhale. It's one or the other. I don't. It's been a while Why since. Why do I've people seen. make these games to hurt me? <laughs> Can't we just get high and drunk on our own? It's yeah, from like. Brute just kidding. Fest, I I've think? never smoked weed before in my life. I need you to group me because I'm getting, I'm trying to get a new job. So oh, like this, you'll hopefully dude. you'll have that job by the time this episode. Comes oh yeah, out. that's true. <laughs> yeah, like oh, a- I forget these are private until we release them to the world. Yeah. yeah, I've never done a drug in my life except for aspirin. Yeah, and only then to save yeah. somebody else's life. No, that's not true, Ari. You know you love the drug if they are good of our love. <laughs> you know I'm high on life. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Well, you so, know, Ari, technically <laughs> caffeine is a drug. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but we have to kill Travis after this recording. <laughs> all right, looks like you're learning how to edit these episodes. Oh, I'm going to get Travis to edit all the ones we have so far, and then, and I'm then gonna, gonna and shoot him in the back of the head. And then, like, I'll learn how to edit in the time between when we get out. Yeah, we get plenty of time to figure that out. Yeah, so not worried. Maybe we'll hire an editor. I don't know. Should we do it live? Fuck it. We'll do it live. (laughs) Yeah. Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. All right. So back to the episode and not my impending plans. Um... Yeah, that was really fucking annoying. I don't know. If they just not... For me, if they just not had that, like, speech, honestly, would have taken it up from, like, a... Four to like a six. Yeah, if he, if he had still just, not great. If it had just been that he was hungry, 
Like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool and fine and shit. It's like, oh, it looks like I'm ordering takeout. Like, just a nice little quip like that. Yeah. That would have been cool. I mean, it's fine if you want to be like, back in the day, I had to lure strangers out, but don't make it like... Don't make it about technology. Yeah, we get it. We know. Like, we know. I, I was on board at first because he was like, technology makes everything so easy. Yeah. If it's then he goes into a thing where he's like, I used to hide in the woods for days whispering to people hoping they would walk into the woods but they had community and yeah, nobody and that, cares about each other in the, anymore yeah and then he's like now all i have to do is make a phone call and like and, if it had just been i used to struggle with my eating habits and now i don't because of technology thank god for the internet yeah, yeah. that's fine <laughs> yeah that's, i'm totally fine yeah. with monsters finding economical ways to get a meal like totally. That's fine. Honestly, if this episode were to come out today, here's what it would have happened. Oh, I've gotten a call from my mom telling me to commit suicide. She's been dead for years. I'm going to blog about this on Tumblr. Yeah. And then there would have been 10,000 comments being like, uh, that sounds super abusive and you need to cut that woman out of your life. I know she's already dead, but like, do not accept phone calls from her anymore. That is, that is terrible. And then their lives would have been saved. Here's what really would have happened. Or they would have been like, kill yourself. Am I getting a phone call? Am I getting a phone call? Who the fuck is calling me right now? I'm not going to answer that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's even better. Uh, why isn't your mom texting you to tell you to kill yourself? Yeah. SHA 33? That sounds like a scam call. She can't send me an Instagram DM about it? Yeah. (laughs) But then she would never answer it because it went straight to the message request. Join the Discord chat. (laughs) But then they just would have blocked them. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Blocked. Wait, unblock me. Kill yourself. Yeah. Blocked. <laughs> yeah, it goes on 4chan saying, like, the come to me and kill yourself thing. It's like, yeah, that's what we all say, Anon. <laughs> yeah, you think you're special because you eat souls? Get over it, <laughs> yourself. You snowflake. All right. I'm also a pedophile. Like, and I tell ah. people to kill themselves. <laughs> if it was on Slash B, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, on Reddit, they would have just been like taking a drag yeah. of their cigarette and been like, trying, man. Yeah. <laughs> Going about it slowly, but God, am I trying? Please yeah. let me die. Fun fact Travis said, because he knows the rules of Slash B. Yeah. <laughs> what are the rules of Slash B? You don't talk about Slash B. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want to stop talking about it right now. We should cut this part of the, of the episode. <laughs> um,. Also gross. <laughs> like, oh, that's my new can't let it go. That's my new one. Nice. I'm over Dorian Gray now. <laughs> See, I'm I think knew, about I this knew, for a while. Me watching it would help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this. I mean, there's really not much to say else about this episode. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about Dean and like the. I mean, I, but that's father. the thing that's been going on like the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever go to a like Panera or somewhere for a sandwich? Yes. And sometimes they don't make it super great. Like maybe the bun is a little like a little dry soggy. or a little burnt, a little soggy, but it's still fine. Yeah. It's like that. That's what this episode is. Yeah. Like a lot of things could have been changed and it'd be much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the pizza scale. Yeah. Where it's like there's really bad pizza and there's pizza that's too fancy and then in between it's just like fuck it, pizza's good. Yeah. That- this one's, this one's like right above the bottom of bad pizza. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still, you know, fuck it. Yeah. It's fine. I liked the one week woman, which is this teenage girl. They mm-hmm. had a couple of jokes that kind of made me chuckle. Yeah. Definitely did not have the tension or the scares of last episode oh, yeah, at all. No. But that was never going to happen. There's, It's just not as 
scary. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's just some premises that are scarier than others. Yeah. yeah. And a very solid ectoplasm ghost that is also a doomsday prepper that has been killing and taking dead, stealing dead bodies for his weird birthday party. Yeah. Amazing. That's way scarier than phone calls that make you want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, I already live in that world. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, do you know how many days Sally Mae is calling me? And every time that happens, I take another shot. Like, Yeah. Just wait until Freddie Mac calls you. <laughs> but the big thing, like, what was the big difference between this episode and last week's episode? We didn't know what was happening from the beginning, so there wasn't that dramatic irony there. That's true, but there was much better world building in yeah. Ghost Facers. Uh, and plus, Ghost Facers, it, it was a lot more just self-aware. That's what the beauty of that episode had. Like, the... Like the the cheesiness, specifically yeah. like the commercial breaks, I, and I don't want it. I don't want every episode to be like, "Oh, look how self-aware it is," because then that becomes the norm. Yeah, and it's like, "What the fuck's going on now?" Yeah. Um, but it, it, you're right. It had like this extra world-building element to it, where it's like these are the lives of these weirdos, and now Sam and Dean is just kind of barging in on that. Yeah. Well, that and the, even like the fucking Doomsday Prepper ghost had a better story arc. Oh yeah. Than just this hungry white guy. Yeah, yeah. just a hungry monster. It looks like kind of like Ben Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I More like Ben Travis. Well, especially if one of the themes of the episode is going to be, oh, look at humanity these days with their phones and their yo-yos that light up and their artificial insemination. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> we've heard it all before. Like, we get it. Okay, yeah. we get it. Their gut dang Pokemans oh and their hentais. Ancient mo- monsters with brutes in Ethiopia and India. Yeah. Always getting on millennials these days. Yeah. Always getting on millennials. If that guy had followed it up with, and millennials are killing the Applebee's, yeah. I would have been like, oh, all right. We've made it. We're I, here. I don't know how true or like how serious this question is, but did they whitewash a monster for a, for a twist? I mean, yes. That yeah, happens so all the fucking time. Let's, let's talk about the monster. Okay. What what's it actually called? Crocata. Crocata. It has a bunch of different names. Um, Just one of them. <laughs> I wish. Coracata. Crocuta. Okay. And Lucrocata. Crocata hmm. is a mythical dog wolf of India or Ethiopia. Interesting. It's linked. It's very hyena-like. And uh, it is the mortal enemy of um, men and dogs. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Are you looking at the... I'm not going to break that fourth wall. Yeah. Because I, I kind of looked at that earlier, too. <laughs> it's a good website. It gets you good water down. Like, the, the part about dogs would have been cool for this episode. I feel like... Yeah, that if he been... was a dog, like a Cujo monster, yeah. that would have been yeah, cool. Yeah, that would have yeah. been awesome. Also, um... Oh, shit, yeah, just have, like, stray dogs hanging out outside the phone place. Everything else is the same. Um, stray dogs that are also, uh, psychically killing people. Yeah, that would be... Now that would be a monster there. Yeah. I yeah. would like that. And dogs... Or at least it's totally off the wall and something crazy. Yeah, dogs wouldn't rant about technology. Hell no, they wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe Ghostfacers just blew so much of the mu- budget they had to be kind of cheap with this episode. Yeah, maybe. And they had to rely on a semi almost hitting a small child for a scare. Not effective. 
No, not at all. No. Mostly because that kid deserved to die. Yeah, he was just walking down the was street. Was he trying looking. to get hit by the car? Like, I is that what mommy told him to do? That's what mommy told him to yeah, do. Yeah, I think so. Okay. In Ethiopia, there is an animal called crocodas. Vulgarly, Greek word, that means mm-hmm. dog wolf, nice. of amazing strength. It is said to imitate the human voice, to call men by name at night, and to devour those who approach it. It is as brave as a lion, as swift as a horse, and as strong as a bull. It cannot be overcome by any weapon of steel. See, just reading that description is scarier than this whole episode. A hundos piece scarier. Because just like the fucking Wendigo, monsters that can mimic human voices are the fucking scariest thing of all time. Yeah. Also, it doesn't mention the weird soul thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure that was a supernatural deal. Oh, yeah. Given a little twist. Yeah. Um, among the characteristics not found in ancient sources, so middle age, right? So these are right. middle age sources, um, was the idea that the eyes of a crocata were striped gems that could give the possessor uh, oracular, oracular powers of the tongue, which is... The ability to, to like, copy people. Yeah. That would have been, or divination, that would have been cool. Mm. A psychic seer that's also a dog. So that, it has. Oh, oh, I'm has writing like, a better episode in my mind. Yeah, and it has gems for eyes, and yeah. if you are able to kill it and take its eyes, you get its powers. Okay. Does that mean you become the, the new monster? That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah the powers okay. of the gyms take you over, then you turn into a dog. Oh, man, I have a great idea. Shit. Yeah. Okay, so there's this. Okay, waiting boner. I gotta run through this plot real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, so Sam and Dean down. get to town, and here's why. Okay, dogs are dying in the area, Ooh. and they're thinking weird occult shit, mm-hmm. Satanist stuff, yep. and they get there, and also people have started to disappear. Except they come back a little bit later, but their eyes are weird. And as we all know, the eyes are the window to finding out whether or not something is supernatural. (laughs) Well, on that spin, you know, like skinwalkers, the big thing with them is like if it's a dog specifically or an animal, if it doesn't have a tail and it's supposed to have a tail, that's a tail. Other thing is, yeah. if the face is a little too human, specifically the eyes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So we can. Oh, man, you're getting me freaked out about so, skinwalkers. Dude, again. there's what there's a one. So, I, there's a story I really oh, want to tell. It's so fucking good. The the skinwalker episodes are pretty great. Yeah, they're well of supernatural. Yeah, there are no skinwalker episodes of supernatural. Yes, there are. What season six, man? That's I have to go back and look. I might be wrong. The type oh. of monster it is. It's like a. It doesn't matter. Well, we'll get to it later. But, like, so, um, like, and these people have kind of dog-like qualities, specifically hyena. Mm-hmm. Very strong jaws. So maybe we can see them, like, masticating on some bird, like, mm-hmm. or, like, animals. Yeah. Um, they've got this weird laugh, like a hyena laugh. Mm-hmm. And Sam and Dean are like, what the fuckery is going on? And they sort of track it back to these crocodas, crocodas, oh. which do not eat human souls. They just eat people, but they're also like replacing townspeople, like maybe trying to make a crocata like only town oh, and man. lure more people there. I don't know. That would be awesome. That would be better than what be we got. Than what we got, absolutely. Which was just this like dingy white dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, all dogs go to heaven. 
It's all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the episode. Um, like, eh, eh. um, but yeah, that sounds like a much better episode. Yeah, there's like they do this sometimes where they just take like we've seen it before. Oh yeah, they just take the name of a monster and kind of do whatever they want with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so that's not unheard of. They did it with like what the. They did the it. Deva, the Deva. The other, the thing with the tree. The scarecrow episode. Yeah, the scarecrow they just episode. stuck a name on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they did it with. Uh, yeah, they do that occasionally. So I mean, that's whatever. Part, um, part they of do the get course. better at it as the show goes on. I think I've said that before. Yeah, it's going to be a, be a while. Until that rings true, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think. So yeah. I mean, technically, they did whitewash the monster to do a twist because we think it's the Indian guy and oh right. the little easter egg these monsters come out of India but then it's that white dude in a suit I mean that's pretty fucking par for the course I mean, for Supernatural like if I'm gonna get up in arms about it every fucking time when there are more serious issues with race on the show yeah <sighs> well you know what you could say that man in the suit is the true monster <laughs> Except he literally is this time yeah. because <laughs> white man in suits, the true monster, the true of monster. All time. But also, he's a supernatural monster that eats souls. Hey, man, if he just has to stab people and like, that's another thing that doesn't make any fucking sense. He has this knife. He stabs those. He stabs the Stewie. He stabs the mm-hmm. you know disgusting uh, masturbates in his office guy, and then sucks his soul post dead. So why go through this whole rigmarole? Of well, getting people to commit suicide through the phone calls of their dead loved ones. Maybe it t- maybe they taste better. Maybe he could just suck the really soul through the wise? phone. <laughs> yeah, Can he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't... but why bother? <laughs> like, it's easier... don't say it was all part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's what I. I, I mean, I, it was, but it's a dumb plan. Uh, yeah, that I, that is a dumb plan. Maybe Not like souls are digital. Prison blues, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I said maybe souls are digital, and like that's why. Oh my like... god, can souls travel through the phone wires now? Yes. Is that a thing that we have introduced accidentally into the supernatural universe? <laughs> that's what I fucking think. Why yeah. does it ever happen again? <sighs> it's a it's dumb a, idea. It's a, it is a dumb idea. You're right. It is a bad plan hey. to be like, I'm a monster. I got to eat some souls. I'm oh, super hungry. My tummy is a rumbling. I don't know why I'm making the Kirkata talk like this. <laughs> but how do I do it? Could I just stab people and steal their souls? Yes, I could. But I've got to cover my tracks in the dumbest way possible. I'll get them to commit suicide by psychologically torturing them. See, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's the it's like a self it's a, in in a way it's a self preservation thing. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's because he just went around murdering people with a knife. You know, he could get caught. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or I maybe anxiety is like a spice for souls. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And suicide that is like... That kid wasn't anxiety. Yeah. Maybe. Like, that kid was totally... It's, that Ooh. kid took a fucking Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> and then decided to stab in front of a car. What if suicide that's... is like paprika? Gives it a nice spice or heat. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. Flavor. A little sweet, a little smoky. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how you carry yourself. If you use a gun, it's smoky as hell. You get hit by a car, it's a little greasy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I I have to talk about this child actor. I know we want to like wrap up and get on with our lives, but there's so many things about this episode that I cannot shut up about. This child actor is awful. He gets a call on his playphone. Oh yeah, from his dead mother. 
We don't see. He's just like, hi, mommy. Yeah. It's Simon. Oh, he does answer the phone being like, this is Simon Greenfield, which is adorable. Obviously, someone like taught him how to answer the phone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, He answers the phone and he's like, hi, mommy. And then the next thing we see is like him walking in front of cars. Yeah. Stone faced the whole time. Absolutely. Does not care. I bet those other cars were CGI'd in. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I think they put a real child at risk. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you don't actually try to kill a child, then can you say a child has died? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, think they, uh, I think they almost hit him with the truck. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> those cars were CGI'd in. Yeah. Man, I hope they didn't have the child in front of the cars. <laughs> I hope there was some movie yeah. magic involved. <laughs> Practical effects only, Ari. <laughs> Practical effects. God, do you think they had a stunt double for the child? No. Like a like a little person that did I lose it? They didn't they didn't have a stunt double for the child, but they did have a stunt double for Jared Bedlucky when he saved the child. I was really hoping I could look down at my phone and be all right, it's really early in the morning. And you're like, no, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. It's one AM one PM I mean, God. What time is it actually? One ten. Yeah. For the sake of art, I can cut my own arm off on stage. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> Gigi Allen did it. <laughs> killed a kid on stage? No. Cut uh, his arm off. Thomas Edison uh, yes. killed an elephant. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that during... They, they go to the Thomas Edison Museum and they find, like, the spirit phone, like... <laughs> like a and then I was idiot. like, hey, you know what yeah. would be better? You know what would actually be better? Is if the ghost of the elephant was killing yeah. people through phones. <laughs> the ghost of the elephant that Thomas Edison murdered to, like, prove a point. Man, the early ni- 1900s was a wild time. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You could kill elephants. You could make spirit phones. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck. Is there anything we liked about this episode? We've been ragging on it. Is there anything we enjoyed? Not, no. I, I, <laughs> no. I, 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 I honestly, I did. I didn't like this episode. Yeah. It's not a good episode. I no. did like the fight between Dean and the cop. Because like how yeah, hard yeah. they were trying to like just like how yeah. hard they. Oh, I yeah, guess so we that, should explain what that happens. That was cool. So like the last thing with Dean is like the the the, um, the croquet. Sets up this fight between yeah. this guy whose daughter was murdered. All of a sudden, now we're gonna say it right. And uh, <laughs> it's crocata. Yeah. So no, the crack- croquette. So the crocodile okay. gets croquette and croquet are different things. Karakka, <laughs> Karapika. Yeah, Kamehameha. So the, it's the cr- character from Hunter Hunter. So the Caracas gets. <laughs> Dean to go to this guy's house and this guy, his, uh, he's a police officer and his daughter was murdered. Yeah. And so he believes that, he, like, his, the ghost of his daughter who has been calling him tells him that the murder is in his house and Dean has been told by his fake dad that this demon is in town and he has a soul. So Dean sets up, like, devil's traps and all that. 
and then uh, the cop shows up knowing that Dean's in there. They hash it out. Yeah. And, like, Dean tries to do all the classic, like, put him in the devil's trap, uh, start doing the exorcism, and then the dude just walks out of the devil's trap, and Dean is like, what? 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 Who? What? <laughs> Why? I did like the fight that Sam and Dean had, where Sam's like, can we just slow your roll a little bit? Yeah. And Dean's like, no, what if this is the way... My-? I actually really like Dean's story this season. Because we start out with him, he's sold his soul, and he's kind of doing this hedonistic thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm not worried. Uh, like, this is going to happen, but it's fine. And oh, then yeah. he starts realizing that, like, hell is hell. Is hell. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and war is hell. And of the two, war is worse. Unrelated. Um, All right. uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. (laughs) War changes a man. And. uh, War. War never changes. (laughs) All right. So. uh, And then we start seeing him kind of slowly get, like, accept that he needs to, at the 11th hour, find a way to save himself. And has started kind of coming apart at the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems. So seeing him be like... Either way that works. Yeah. <laughs> so seeing him be so ready to accept, yeah, this is his dad. And his dad's come through. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be okay. Like, that is a very... That hits an emotional core for me. Yeah. I really... All of the parts I enjoyed of this episode are like Sam and Dean interactions. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. That was it. Yeah. Everything else is not great. I do oh. feel like how hard and ready Dean was to accept that both that was John yeah. and he had a plan to save him mm-hmm. really speaks volumes to how freaked out he is getting about everything. And Absolutely. how willing he is to trust John. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. gets in there. Because mm-hmm. Dean accuses Sam of being like, you're do- you you just don't agree with this. Yeah, you're still like butting heads John, with the man. Dad, yeah. dad is dead and you're still finding ways to butt heads with him. Yeah, and Sam's like, no man, this is what it's about. This... Yeah. A lot of people are getting calls from their dead loved ones. Uh, They have been... um, And then suddenly, like, when nobody else can find anything to save you from hell, Dad comes through with a exorcism that may or may not work. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I really enjoyed that that whole scene. I've really liked Dean's story this season. This season's had a lot of highs, and honestly, the lows haven't been that low. No, yeah. I think this has been the lowest low. Yeah, yeah, that and like, like bedtime stories. Like this isn't oh, exactly yeah. sate anger, but I really wouldn't put it at death magnetic either. All right, sure. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. Thanks for putting it in you Metallica so, situations. So pleased with yourself. Oh yes, Ben. It, <laughs> like a hey, little goosling girl. Hey, listeners, in case you didn't know, Ben doesn't like Metallica. <laughs> he does not. I like the Black Album. That's about it. Of course you do. Uh, uh, even then, it's a stretch. I don't like Metallica either. That, yeah. But that's more my thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't like Metallica in general. Mm. All right. Yeah. So definitely at the bottom of the of the whole season, definitely at the bottom of the whole show. I mean, mm. it's fine. Mm. Yeah. It's like a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. I just get annoyed when episodes have potential and I can think of like what I would what I would find more compelling. Oh yeah. Mm. Especially when the monster is like low key super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's kinda like like sh- I, I much prefer Shadow to this. Mm-hmm. But the Devo were so much more interesting. Oh yeah. You know, outside of Supernatural than what they did. Mm. 
and we're gonna get another episode like that in season seven. I've already talked about it like ten billion times. Yeah. I hate it so much. Too bad this is the only iteration of a croquette in the show. Damn. Yeah, there isn't another one. Yeah, there's not another bad. That's yet. a shame. Yeah. So this is it. Honestly, probably this episode didn't perform very well. I'm sure. It and then didn't. they just never, because you know Hollywood executives don't know, like they do know what they're talking about. I'm not saying I'm smarter than them, but there is a tendency to like blame the wrong thing for why something doesn't do well. Oh, yeah. shelve the idea entirely. Yeah, like, oh, and then you know, oh well, it's that people don't like this monster. Not well, mm-hmm. people might not. I mean, they didn't like the monster, but it's not because of the idea. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because of the trappings. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's all I want to talk about. Got everything out. Had some laughs. <laughs> yeah, you did. Had more laughs. laughs. Uh, Talking about the episode than I did yeah. watching the episode, oh, so yeah. that's that's what we do. The that's podcast. something, yeah. yeah. Isn't that what it's all about? Have the friends you make friends. along the way. <laughs> uh, I'm keeping you here against your will. Well, I, well, I, I mean, I live here. My <laughs> name is on the lease. Uh, <laughs> true. She's talking about me. Ah, also true. All right. Well, Travis. Yes. This next episode is called Time is on My Side. What do you think it's about? Sam and Dean are traveling around the countryside and they keep running into this dude named Justin. And every time they see him, he is always like ready. Justin is always like getting um, Sam and Dean out of situations just in the nick of time you could say just in time because that's who this guy is time tra- famous time traveler just in time ready to save sam and dean at a moment's notice yeah but it's spelled t-h-y-m-a yes because he's also an amazing chef yeah <laughs> and he also does stand-up comedy on the side yeah he's got impeccable timing, timing. I was going to say wordplay. <laughs> you know what they say. Time. All right, let's end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Like you do week after week. We love you. We want to get married to you. We yeah. are offering Travis's hand in marriage. Wait. So <laughs> best dowries start lining up. Um, <laughs> let us see what you get. We're selling him off like a $3 whore. Okay. Yeah. Except but, he's more expensive than that. Yeah. I'm $4. Just kidding. We would take $3. $1 for yeah. each of us. Or a car. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a car. Maybe, did he have to wait, be a good one? I don't get the dollar. You get $1. What? Do you know how much work it's going to take us to get you <laughs> groom ready? Okay? Ben and I deserve those two other dollars. Oh, my God. All right. If you're interested, please email us at heyassbuttpodcast at gmail.com. Please contact us. We're lonely. You can also, Travis especially, <laughs> you can also check us out on social media at Hatcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, we have a Facebook page called Hey Ass But. You'll know because it has our local logo on it. Please yeah. like it. And if you would like to donate some doll hairs to us to help keep the show going, uh, you can donate that at our Patreon, at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Habcast, where we do a new show every month called Let Shag Ass, where we watch the actors of Supernatural be in things that are not supernatural, natural, make some jokes, tell some tales, and grow 
grow his friends and his countrymen. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Have fun. Don't die. And don't tell. Don't let us tell you what to do. Peace out, hey butters. to go ghost hunting because you believe in the ghosts well i mean i would go ghost watching i there are birds travis <laughs> you can't there just sneak out with a bunch of ghosts travis there are what are you ghost got a birds. day calendar but birds have ghosts, ghosts? Yep.